Ladies and gentlemen, this is WRFL Lexington, and this is a show called Avant Garbage, and this, if you would believe it, if you truly think and believe, is episode one, and if anyone tells you anything different, they're a collaborator, don't listen. Um, anyway, 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 I'm here till 2am, and... We're currently listening to a track called One Stone by Steve Roden. This is uh, a Robert Brisson film about Joan of Arc, where he has taken the soundtrack and has put every moment where people are not on screen into one mix. And that's mostly it. I'm sure I'll have more to talk later, but this is the show. It's off on garbage. We're here for two hours. You're warned.
portion of WRFL's programming is brought to you in part by Sunrise Bakery. Sunrise Bakery is an old world bakery located at 111 Main Street and is open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday mornings. For more information, visit Veloda.com. WRFL thanks Sunrise Bakery for supporting College Radio. Once again, this is Avant Garbage on WRFL.FM. We are listening to a recording I took just a few days ago, this Saturday. I drove out to the National Radio Quiet Zone, which is a zone, a big square, covering part of West Virginia and part of Virginia, and mostly in the center of this big square, is a very, very, very big radio telescope. And I really want to see this telescope, and I really want to know what it's like in the radio quiet zone. And the further I went into the quiet zone, the less and less, as one might expect, radio stations one hears. And I left my radio on, like, it's like default, like, scan mode. And I let it just, you know, give me little samples of all the stations it was picking up. And sooner or later, all of them started sounding the same. They all sort of started sounding like Well, they all started sounding like that. And... Soon, it dawned on me that none of these were radio stations. In fact, I noticed that the audio Sometimes it would go higher up in pitch, and sometimes it would go lower in pitch. And it started, and you can sort of hear it in this clip. Well, why? That sounds a little bit like, sounds a little bit like a car. And soon it dawned on me that the only AM signal, the only radio signals my radio was picking up on, were the radio frequency interference coming from my own gasoline engine. And soon and very soon, um, I began changing a little bit of my driving tactics uh, to try and get new and different sounds to come out of my radio. 
and very, very shortly, in the most avant-garbage of ways, I began playing my car as a musical instrument. And I did this for probably an hour or two, driving all the way down, I believe it's Highway 93 or Highway 92 in West Virginia towards Green Bank and away from Green Bank. My friend in the passenger seat pointing a shotgun microphone at the speakers, shifting up and down through the AM spectrum, as you can hear I'm doing right now. And I don't know, it was very, it was very, very interesting to drive for two hours straight and listening in complete silence to the sound of your car's radio emissions.
ladies and gentlemen, once again, I remind you that you are listening to WRFL.FM. No, that's the website. You are listening to 88.1 WRFL Lexington. This show is called Avant Garbage, and we are listening to an extreme thunderstorm and what it sounds like to drive a 2001 Honda Insight through the National Radio Quiet Zone. Broke Spoke is an all-volunteer-run community bike shop in Lexington. Their mission is to provide better access to better bicycles for all people and to empower individuals to perform their own bicycle maintenance. Volunteering at Broke Spoke not only gives back to the community, but also lets volunteers earn in-shop credit, which can be used towards purchase of bicycles, bicycle parts, and access to repair stations. Volunteers do not need to have any prior experience with bicycles, nor any mechanical experience. For more information about the shop, its hours, or to contact them, please go to facebook.com slash brokespoke, or stop by the shop on Wednesday evenings from 6 to 9 p.m. for volunteer orientation. Some of the content heard on WRFL between the hours of 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. may not be suitable for all listeners. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please contact programming at wrfl.fm. of the United States of America, right? And these are pictured as coming out of the Orient, right? Impossible, fantastic, ridiculous, absurd, really? The Associated Press in the United States of America estimated that one out of every five in China had been trained for warfare, and because their population is going to reach the one mark, one out of five means 200,000, 200 million, the exact figure. 
What a god, what a Bible to give us the exact details hundreds of years in advance. Secondly, we see the deadliest weapons. I'm talking to you skeptics now, you mock the Bible, you who've often said these things can never happen. Get up the oldest version you can find. Look up 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. And there you will find the clearest identification mark that you'll discover anywhere in any library concerning what the A and H bomb really is. It says, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth and the works that are therein shall be burned. Mr. Scientist, tell us a little bit about the effects of a nuclear blast. Very well. First of all, there's a tremendous mushrooming effect as the blast takes place and it ascends into the heavens. 1900 years ago, the Apostle Peter had picture of this thing and said the heavens pass away noise the room. Secondly, the scientist declares that as it comes in a downward direction, it disintegrates, dissolves, melts everything, even steel, so that a 500-foot steel tower in New Mexico melted on the ground and they found nothing. Peter secondly said, the elements shall melt with fervent heat. That couldn't just happen. That was God Almighty telling Peter what to write 19 centuries ahead of time. Notice the word elements. The elements shall melt. Go to the library and say to the library, I want to study the A or H bomb. It shall take you to the letter E to the word elements. For the scientist classifies these bombs under the term element. And yet Peter had the exact word hundreds of years in advance. Now, it was not because he was some great intellect, because he was a genius. It was because God wrote this book. Now, let me prove that. Concerning Peter, Acts 4.13 says, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned. So he wasn't Peter. But this same man, the Apostle Peter, says in 2 Peter, Chapter 1, verse 21, holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. I, as well as others, now the scientist thirdly says that the desert became a sea of blazing burning. Chapter 3 is for a later hour, it's for the end of the world, and the end of the world is nowhere near, because this old world is going on for at least another 1,000 years under the rulership of Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. And we Christians are going to rule with the Lord, for they lived and reigned with Jesus Christ. 1,000 years, Revelation 20, verse 1. Second Peter 3 as the final culmination. Now, one of the verses have to do with a war of fire. Psalm 97, 3 of fire goeth before. Isaiah 66, 15, for behold, the Lord will come with fire. Ezekiel 20, 47, the flaming flame shall not be quenched. 
Now I'm going to Joel chapter 2, for remember earlier in the message we pictured in verse 20, the northern army being driven back to Siberia, but now we see them on their way to Israel, to the Middle East, and Joel 2 verse 3 says, a fire devours before them. And as they're being pushed back, Joel sees this in verse 31, blood fire and pillars of smoke, the exact effects of a nuclear blast. Zephaniah 1.18, the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy. Malachi 4.1, the day cometh that shall burn as in heaven. Revelation 8.7, a third part of the trees was burned, all green grass was burned, and I want to pause there for a moment, because it says a third part of the earth was burned. You know that I took the Life Pictorial Atlas magazine, the latest edition, and I looked at the countries by name that would be involved in this war with Russia and against Russia, and when I told their square mileage, it came out to exactly, exactly one third of the earth, which makes me to believe that that which is ahead of us is the war that's prophesied in this book. Then again, the Bible tells us in Revelation 16, 8, men were scorched. Brady, this again pictures the blast of an A or H bomb. Oh, what's going to be? How terrible, how devastating. The largest armies in the history of the world, the deadliest weapons. I don't know if you've been studying recently as to what's going on in this whole world, but we are slipping in America while Russia's moving ahead with the latest missiles to carry the hydrogen bombs to every part of the world. And they have a bomb, a megaton bomb that's so powerful now that it's literally frightening. One exploding in the ocean could cause a tidal wave that would reach across this nation hundreds and hundreds of miles. I want to tell you, we're living in the last days. It's not a beautiful picture, but it's a picture telling us that the coming of Jesus Christ is near. There's very little hope unless one knows the Lord and realizes that this is Bible prophecy and then can lift his head heavenward and say, Oh, Jesus, I believe it's indicative of the fact that you're coming. I believe these are signs of the times. Amen. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Thirdly, we see the bloodiest battle. Now I want you to notice this because there are those who tell us this war has already been fought. It happened hundreds of years ago. Wait a minute. As we consider the verses to follow, notice that every one of them says this, there never will have been anything like this in the past, nor shall there ever be anything like it again in the future. This will be the culmination. 30 verse 7, alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. Daniel 12, but there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation. This is already mistaken. The prophet Joel in chapter 2, verse 1, cries out, Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord coming. A day of darkness and of luminous. A day of clouds and of darkness. In verse 10, he says, the whole world quakes or shakes before this enemy. And who is this enemy? Verse 20, the northern army that's pushed back to Samaria. 
world as one wakes but one. Oh, we have been so lulled and duped here in the We have been told that communists now are great. We have nothing to fear. They're going to keep all their treaties. And so we sign in and kind of packed an agreement with them. But let me tell you, friend, very frankly, they have honored most of their treaties in the past, and they're not Listen to me, communism has already murdered nearly 100 million people in Russia, in China, as these Bolsheviks marched in, and many have killed their own hundreds of
This portion of WRFL's programming is made possible in part by Broomwagon Coffee and Bikes. Broomwagon is a full-service bike shop, cafe, and beer garden open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. weekdays and 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. weekends. Broomwagon also offers educational classes on bicycles and is located at Loudon and North Limestone. More info can be found at broomwagonbikes.com. WRFL thanks Broomwagon for supporting College Radio.
Please be advised that some of the programming heard on WRFL between the hours of 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. may not be suitable for all listeners. For questions, comments, or concerns, please email programming at wrfl.fm or call 
portion of WRFL's programming is made possible in part by Puccini's. Puccini's menu offers a variety of pizza, pasta, beer, and wine at two different Lexington locations. More information can be found at PuccinisSmilingTeeth.com. WRFL thanks Puccini's for supporting College Radio. short uh, medley of scene packet poems for anyone here who tried to get over to the Isle of Man and is going to try and get back tomorrow. <laughs> it is the Odin's raven and it flounders in the breeze. It's powered by sweating image keys and former MLCs. Jim Sherwood stood upon the key and said with voice serene, that is the damnedest row row that I have ever seen. My God, Ezra B. Mags is appreciated. This will be stand up on the top of the table. <laughs> Roy MacDonald, he fell overboard and caused a mighty splash. And Charlie didn't roll fast enough, so Victor used the lash. But there's no train at Haysham. They rolled without success. And Jim Sherwood might be murdered on his Orient Express. Men of ceiling, are you going? No, we can't because it's blowing. <laughs> very soon it very soon it could be snowing. We can't sail today. Sorry for you, mister. You won't meet your sister. Slake your lips on beer and fish and chips. And walk the streets until your feet are blistered. Da, da. Men of ceiling, soon I will be on the man in line to an old guilty. Cops will then arrest and grill me when I sink ceiling. I'm going on here. As the plane leaves the earth, many of the passengers turn their heads to look out the window. For here on earth, they leave many things that they will never see again. There's the hospital, the funeral coach, the cemetery. To all of these, they bid farewell. Your attention, please. I am thy captain. Um, 
The flight power making today is the same which Abraham, Moses, John, Peter, Paul, and all of us redeemed before thee have made. Enoch and Elijah joined us in mid-flight without passing through the gate of death. We should be flying today at altitudes unlimited and at a speed never known to thee before. Flying time to the New Jerusalem is not considered, for thou art now in the realm known as eternity, or time is no more. As we left the earth, the weather was stormy with heavy overcast. But the report from the New Jerusalem is, as it always will be, a beautiful day without a cloud. The plane is continuing upward now, piercing through the stratosphere at a speed which must be unknown to man. As we peer through the window, we can see that it has just passed many of the distant stars. At least they were distant as far as Earth is concerned. We are now far beyond the Moon, Mars, Jupiter, and the Milky Way. Directly in front of us now, there's a dazzling light. It must be brighter than the sun, and it certainly is stirring up some excitement here in the cabin of the plane. The passengers recognize it as their destination as we get closer. moment in this plane. The sights are just fantastic. The plane is now coming in over the New Jerusalem and the passengers can see clearly the outlay of this beautiful city. surrounds the four-square city. The wall is of jasper with 12 choice stones in its foundation. Just ahead are three beautiful gates. There are three of these gates on each side of the city. Twelve gates are twelve pearls, each gate a pearl. They are not shut at all by day, for there is no night here. Just below us now is the river of life proceeding out of the throne of God and of the land. In the midst of the golden streets of the city and on either side of the river is the tree of life, bearing 12 manner of fruits. The leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. I am sure thou hast already noticed that the entire city is full of light, like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Though it is full day, there is no sun. This city has no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God doth lighten it, 
The Lamb of God is the light hereof. The approach is clear for an immediate landing at New Jerusalem's Victory Field. Approaching the runway. position at the Port of Glory. Ladies and gentlemen, the stewardess welcome to the New Jerusalem. It has been a pleasure to have you today on Interworld Airlines, flight F-I-N-A-L. We will not invite you to fly with us again, for this is your final trip. You are now entering your eternal home. Meal in flight today because you have all been reserved a place at the great feast that will soon be spread at the marriage supper of the bringing forth the royal diadem and crowning him king of kings and lord of lords.
Since 1998, Movable Feast Lexington has been delivering hot, nutritious meals every day to people living with HIV AIDS and clients of the Bluegrass Care Navigators in Lexington, completely free of charge. The group has delivered over 575,000 meals in its effort to serve the vulnerable population, all while operating on funding from public grants, private donations, and the group's own fundraising events. Movable Feast Lexington is currently in need of new volunteers to help deliver meals. To learn more about Movable Feast Lex, including how to donate or volunteer, visit feastlex.org. Please be advised that all programs that some programming heard between the hours of 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. may not be suitable for all listeners. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please email programming at wrfl.fm. This is Avant Garbage. I am here for 30 more minutes.
Yeah, yeah, yeah.